on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark. You're listening to the girls around town here on Radio Newark this morning. And we're, we're all having <laughs> oh, a bit sorry. of a giggle here. We've got a studio full of ladies and we're all um, slightly <laughs> helpless. Uh, mainly because in, in, um, in an absolute panic, I put the wrong set of headphones on and I couldn't hear a thing. Things it was are, good to watch, though. It was good to watch. <laughs> things, on radio. things are not exactly going to plan this morning. However, from, from now on, everything is going to be hunky-dory. So, you are listening to the Girls Around Town here on Radio New York this Sunday morning. And in the studio with me is... Uh, I nearly said Rachel then. Rosalyn, of Thank course. Um, and also, now I have to apologise because I've only written down one name here. Christina and... Jane. And Christina and Jane. Right, Christina and Jane are going to be talking to us about this event. Oh no, Jane's saying no, she's not going to be talking. <laughs> she's just going to be listening. She's coming to the studio just to keep us Jane's company. got all the terms and conditions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christina is going to be talking to us about this event that we mentioned a little while ago. However, before we do, we would like clarification on the Borneo situation, please, Christina. Okay, so my daughter Molly is in Borneo. She went out there just over a week ago and she's at the Orangutan Sanctuary in Seplok and she's there for three months as a liaison officer and after her three months as a officer they've asked her to stay on and to possibly write a paper for them. Uh, my daughter has just finished her master's degree in um, environmental science and so they were interested for her to go out there and maybe write a paper for them fantastic and she has downloaded the radio she has well, what's the time difference between us and borneo what time is it over there seven hours i think it's about half past seven at night now oh so i think so yeah she's not yeah. up in the middle of the night listening no to us. so molly thank you very much for joining us and um we hope well i'm sure there's no hope about it i bet she's having a fantastic time out there she is she said yesterday she did nearly melt because it was so hot <laughs> but oh, yeah wow Jen yeah. <laughs> Mind you, I am going to Australia in just under three weeks' time. Mm. That was my bit earlier when June said we'd come back. Yes, as to why indeed, I won't yes. be here for quite a long time. So I'm going to Australia for a month at the right time of year to do it. No, yes. mid November to mid December. Yeah, so I'm absolutely. very, very excited. I have waited a long time for this trip, <laughs> and the rest of us will be in the depths of winter here <laughs> yes as i say jealous not in the slightest <laughs> um, i am working if it makes you feel better <laughs> well we had to send molly off with her christmas presents in october which was a bit weird but uh mm. writing out christmas cards and things but obviously she won't be home for christmas or oh, new year course. and, yeah, she, and presumably there. she won't be on turkey and brussels sprouts and christmas oh, pudding. no i don't know she um she's taken some christmas decorations with her <laughs> I well, I lived in the Bahamas for five years, so um, we did Christmas lunch. It was yeah. weird because then you'd go to the beach later, but um, you know we did the whole caboodle. Yeah, <laughs> so. well, it's a Muslim country, so Molly was saying that it's quite hard to get alcohol. There are a few mm. places where you can oh, go yeah. into some of the hotels, so I think she's probably going to see if she can seek out at least a bottle of wine for Christmas Day. <laughs> yes, I, I lived in the Middle East for two years, and uh, just over two years, nearly three, but two Christmases, 
and uh, we did the whole thing as well i mean it, it was rather weird doing it in temperatures um that we were doing it in but uh, yes we certainly made the most of it and and, and pretended that well oh, i don't suppose we pretended it was christmas anyway but yeah. um, we, we still did it right um moving swiftly on the reason for uh jane and christina to be here with us today uh, particularly christina who got in touch with me just last week um she has been on the show before. We're going back a little bit, aren't we? Yeah, about three years ago. Yes, yeah, in the very early days when she was here with Dean Skiba. I was trying to think what we were talking about. It was just dance classes in general that's right when yeah. i moved to newark about three years ago me and dean started up some classes and we came on to discuss that i thought that was what it was i was, I was trying to think whether mm. it was that or a specific event right but we are here to talk about a specific event um this morning but before we do tell us a little bit about yourself christina um where you're from your background i noticed i was really intrigued to say you used to work to see that you used to work for cambridge constabulary i did wow <laughs> yes i did back in 2000 nine uh so i'm from peterborough originally and i uh trained as a dancer went on to train professionally at london studio center and then i went on to take my teaching certificate as a ballet teacher with the royal academy of dance in battersea um the reason that i went on to start working for the police is after many years of teaching ballet whilst molly was growing up uh i decided that i ought to maybe go and get a proper job <laughs> instead of teaching ballet um and wanted a bit of a break from it all and so i went and got myself a law degree um at de montford university you do, yeah. just as yeah. you do yeah and i still was teaching um part-time just keeping my hand in um whilst i did my degree and then i was lucky enough to get a position at Cambridgeshire Constabulary and I worked for them for 12 months and I used to uh, deal with the student police officers there and when they were going through their training I used to teach them PACE which is the legislation for police officers um, and after 12 months uh, unfortunately the government changed and they had to uh, cut yes all the cuts so. yes and so I was last in first out unfortunately <laughs> So after that, I moved into private practice and I stayed there for about eight years. And that actually ties in nicely as to why I'm here because um, earlier on this year, um, I sat down with Jane and I said that I've done eight years in the legal sector and just it's, my heart's just not in it. Um, and I miss dancing. And even though I had always taught privately, in in my spare time i wanted to just go and do it uh full time and so we sat down and discussed it and you know jane said i'll support you and so i've now got my own studio in Aram. i'm lucky enough to have that attached to my own property uh, we had that converted in april and i started trading in april as the studio Aram. and it's that that i'm here today to talk to you about indeed yes now um the studio yes tell, tell us a little bit about who who it's for your your, your clients your pupils whatever so it's uh, a studio that is attached to the side of our property in Aram and it's a private studio. I don't teach children. Um, I do private lessons. So if somebody wanted to come to me and they had younger children, 
then I would be happy to take those children on a one-to-one -one basis, but I don't take children en masse. Uh, one, because I just don't have the room, because my studio's not very big. And two, I did about 20 years of that type of thing, and I've moved into a different area now. So I now teach adults, and I teach uh, students who want to go into the profession. So I do have a lot of girls around 14, 15 and 16 that come to me now um, who want to tidy up their technique and want to learn a little bit more about how to go into the profession and so that's something else that I do offer. I do on one evening a week teach adult tap for beginners and that's just a bit fun for local people. Oh I bet that's fun. It's I actually used to do tap did you? when I was a kid. Everybody yeah. wants to do tap. Everybody it. wants to that. learn to tap. That's In sound. fact Jane has a pair of tap shoes now. We we oh, we've bullied hey. her into it. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> She's looking very resilient designed <laughs> to the fact as well and obviously as molly was growing up molly was uh, came along it was cheap childcare, so she was forced into her tutor at three bless her and she <laughs> didn't really take to it but she was an amazing tap dancer and she still taps today and she comes home and we go and have a little tap in the studio so that's what the studio's for it's for local people um and the the ballet side of things i don't teach beginners ballet i only teach people who have done ballet before and want to get back into it and uh most of those people are older mm -hmm. and i don't ha i don't cap an age um in terms of how old you can be i have a lady who's retired who used to to do ballet many years ago she's a lovely dancer and she still comes to me now um you can come to a class if you're 14 plus in years um, because obviously like I said earlier I don't teach um, en masse for, for younger children uh, but I do teach them privately if it's something they're interested in. Right let's let's come to this particular event. Mm. Right so first of all you better tell us what it is and when it is. Okay so the event is for charity. We're raising money for Beaumont House and the charity event is on the 24th of November. It's at the Robin Hood Theatre. Luckily enough I live right next door to the Robin Hood Theatre. <laughs> That's a great theatre I really like it there. It is a lovely theatre and they've allowed us to have it for one day only so it's just one event it's in the afternoon it's two till five the doors open at two the show begins at 2 30 and there'll be teas coffees we've had a hundred fresh cream cakes donated so mm. that's really kind of I'm them be down under but jealous yes <laughs> <laughs> and we've had some amazing uh, raffle prizes so just want to say thank you to the local businesses that are supporting us we've had oxygen um and tony and guy uh the uh, newark based mm -hmm. uh hairdressers uh with so many i i couldn't name them all but uh we're hoping that we're going to raise around about 1200 pounds for beaumont house oh would uh, you like one of my books oh yes we'd love to thank <laughs> sure. you yes Donate please one of my books i'm obviously <laughs> donating a free class um for uh, somebody to have a private lesson so that's uh when it is and what we're doing actually the first half is solos duets group work tap ballet bit of contemporary but the second half is sleeping beauty the ballet and mm. 
I'm very excited to be able to perform that. Um, so the girls that are involved in that range from, I think the youngest girl is 15, and we've got some children that um, come to me privately and they're the fairies so they get to wear little tutus and run around uh, and it's uh, just really exciting that I can finally put on a ballet it's an adaptation I have to make sure that I say that because it's not course, the sleeping yes. beauty <laughs> as you probably would see uh, because I just don't have two and a half hours to spare <laughs> so it's kind of a cut version and I have Mia Fenton Lloyd who's the lilac fairy and I have a wonderful lady called Phoebe um, who actually doesn't live in Newark anymore she's a Newark girl she now lives in London and she's coming backwards and forwards on the train to rehearse with us so that uh, she can play the part of Sleeping Beauty and your own part are you performing are you choreographing are you producing well, all of them? well I kind of have most of the caps and it's interesting actually that you asked that question because up until last week I wasn't performing I have choreographed everything um bar one contemporary piece in the first act uh, which has been choreographed by amy puttergill uh but i have choreographed the whole of the ballet and the carol boss which is the wicked queen in sleeping beauty that puts the spell on sleeping beauty was supposed to be played by uh somebody that i know and unfortunately due to circumstances beyond their control they couldn't uh, continue with that and we only have four weeks left and it's just too late for me to find somebody and teach them and show them all the choreography so you're it so i'm it <laughs> yes <laughs> That's it. i can i can see that uh here on girls around town june's probably queuing up a record but i'm what a, a diverse conversation we've gone from me asking why would you want to watch boxing and perhaps when we come back um <laughs> Yeah, perhaps I'd, I'd like to know why people might want to watch ballet because, again, it's not something that everybody knows or is familiar with. So no, um, it's I think that might be nice for our listeners to hear definitely, as yeah. to why it's maybe more accessible than they might think. Now, we're getting into this um, shout-out business quite a bit at the moment. I need to give another quick shout-out to our good friend, Aidy, Aidy Crumpton, who has been into the studio and rescued us. Um, it was just one rogue button that we needed to sort out so anyway back to normal so we are talking to jane and to christina about the uh, sleeping beauty event coming up at airham uh, in oh three four weeks time four weeks, four weeks yeah. time saturday the 24th of november two o'clock in the afternoon now despite the fact that she says she didn't want to speak Jane has been bullied into it, sort of. A bit like bullying her into wearing tap shoes, maybe. Yes. yes. Because um, I understand that she's the... Um what's the word the um the um organizer person behind things like tickets and all that sort of thing yes. uh, amongst yes, other things yes. so jane first of all tell us how much are the tickets uh they are eight pounds for adults and um, six pounds for children in concessions and you've sold quite a lot already haven't you we have we are look at the the venue holds 147 people and we've already uh, i think it's 100 and 
19. I think we've got about 29 to go. It's bad maths. And, and you're going for a full house? We're going to really yes. aim to, yes. yes absolutely. Definitely. Because a couple of reasons why it's worth... Well, a number of reasons why it's worth going. One of, one of which, of course, is that you're supporting Beaumont House, so raising money for charity. Another one is it's going to be a great event anyway. And the other one is it's just such a lovely venue, isn't it? It is. It's a beautiful little venue. Um, the... Um, Robin Hood Theatre. It's unfortunate that Rachel's not here today because mm -hmm. Rachel is much involved with the Robin Hood Theatre. So also, yes, <laughs> yes. Also, tell us how people can find out things like um, where to where to buy tickets and and uh, whatever, and remind themselves of the timings and such. Okay, so if you want to buy tickets, you can either go on Facebook and search for the studio at Aram, and that will bring up all of the information about where it is, uh, how much the tickets are, and where you can buy the tickets. Uh, you can also go to Beaumont House, um, or you can go onto their website. Um, failing all of that, if you get a pen and piece of paper, I can give you a telephone number and you can call that number and you can buy the tickets uh, direct from Jane who is ticket lady so I don't know her number what's your number Jane 07854386037 and we will share that um, a little bit later on thank I you I've got a pen and paper at the moment well I've got a paper but not a pen but we'll make a note before we go um, just one other point before we um, say goodbye to you ladies you wanted to make an appeal um, for a bit of help on the videography side yeah we're really struggling with that um, what I'd like to say is I know Newark is quite a small place I've got used to that over the last three years so before we get absolutely bombarded I would just like to say that I have spoken to Teresa Martin and her daughter and neither of those um can't well Teresa doesn't do the video and Becca her daughter is away that weekend luckily we do have Teresa that day and she's very kindly said that she will come and take some photographs and also will give a raffle prize um so we uh we're really really grateful to her for doing that but yes you're right June we are really struggling to find somebody that will come and video the show and will do it for free because it's obviously a charity event I recently, when we launched the pantomime, um, met some of the students from the college in Newark and some of those are doing a, a videography course. So if any of those are listening today mm. or if anybody knows anybody doing that course, I think that could be a brilliant way forward and it also helps their portfolio, doesn't it? Definitely. Um, and. I thought that we were struggling to find somebody because we were asking them to do it for free but it would appear that we're just struggling to find somebody <laughs> that actually can video. I guess it's not done that much anymore. No. People don't tend to have videos anymore. It's all done online. Um, but it would be really nice if we could get it videoed because I know that it's something that the girls that are involved in the show would love as a keepsake. Absolutely. Yeah. It, well, if there's anybody out there who is a videographer that would be free, um, in both senses of the word, on the <laughs> 24th of November, uh, then please do get in touch. The best way to do it probably is through the Studio at Aram Facebook page. Yeah, the Facebook there. page. Yeah. Thank um, you. Or if you know somebody, if you're listening and you know a videographer who might be able to help, then excuse me please do pass on the information to them and ask them to get in touch it can i can i just ask that question i asked before uh, just why it's accessible to everybody 
Okay, so just quickly, I'll just say that um, ballet is something that people uh, think is something that little girls do. They put a little pink tutu on and they run around. Actually, it's so much more than that. It's a full body core um, workout and it's great for people who want to um, improve their posture, improve their technique, their toning. Um, you don't have to put a tutu on and uh, you know run around. There's so much more to it and like I say it's accessible to people in the local area if they want to get involved they can certainly get in touch and uh, thank you okay brilliant thank you very much indeed right we are heading up to the news right now we're going to hand over very soon to Craig for his show but before we do that we've got time for just one last piece of music and I am rapidly trying to run down the page on the computer to tell you what's coming up um, it's Silk City and Dua Lipa up next. Thank you very much indeed to our two guests today. Thank and you. Best of luck with the event. Thank you very much. We are